live again. My boy Hassan is hyped tonight. I'm hyped as well. Listen, I hope you hype listening to us. Because guess what? It's your two favorite people on your favorite podcast. Back in the motherfucking virtual building. It's your boy, Mike. It's your boy, Hassan. And we live. Or depending, whenever you play us, we're present. We're here. I don't know. We here. You having a good time? It's your boy Hassan's Mike over there. It's the Mike and Hassan show. Uh, the best podcast, the realest niggas, the most handsome men in the world is here to entertain I don't know if I want you. You calling me handsome, bro? Hey, ugly nigga. Goddamn. On the airwaves. <laughs> ugly ass nigga. Is that what you want? I'm trying. I'm trying to hype out, uh, hype up the duo that is Mike and Hassan. We're not one, per- <laughs> not two people. We're one. We're one. One person. <laughs> I think that's what people say, like right when they get married, isn't it? Or are, are we married, Hassan? Married Mike to this podcast. Hey, bro. Think about this, bro. Think about this. If you leave, or I leave, it's not the Mike and Hassan show. It might just be Mike. The Mike show or the Hassan show. But it would it never even be. sound right. It don't roll off the tongue. Exactly. Like it wouldn't be Mike and Hassan. If one of us leaves, so we're we're on this ship until it, it it crashes. We're married. We're married to the pod. Married to the pod. Married to the pod. This was a weird intro, but I hope the listeners don't mind our banter. Man, they know. They've been here for fifty episodes, fifty-one episodes. They they know. Wow. They know what 51. they signed up for. But if you're new 52. to the show, fifty-two, 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 fifty-two. If you're new to the show, welcome. Welcome. We are getting new listeners. We are spreading. We are growing. I told all the baddies to to play this podcast for they find they find mamas and they find aunties and all the baddies. I just want to give a shout out to all the thirty five plus year old women, all the the older baddies that have joined the Mike and Hassan show fan base because they're here, Mike. I can get with that. I can get with that. Yeah, yeah. All the fine aunties are here now. If you, 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 listen, there is a 60% chance you, yourself, are somebody's fine auntie. And if you're not, well, you're lost. This show is, is auntie approved. They know what it is. We love the aunties. Fine ones. We can't just love the aunties. The ugly ones, we love y'all too. Y'all need some love too. We love, we love all the aunties. Even if you you know you got the little the little love handles hanging off the side of your leggings, you get the best part. Even if you got that's what I'm saying. You know, even if you you know, you might be a little hard to look at. Your teeth might be a little crooked or something. Your breath might stink. That's from all those cigarettes. You know, they got more cigarette mileage. That's what I'm saying, bro. We got love for them too. Those are the aunties that's been through some life. They could. <laughs> They could tell you some stories. And yo. And those be the ones that love the best, too. Cook for you? Man, I'm telling you, taking good care of you. Good yeah. care of you. Give you that love yeah. that you ain't never received before. But we're completely off topic talking about the aunties right now. I mean, just real briefly, you know, as a handsome young man, those older ladies be showing me love. I don't give a fuck. 30, the 30, the 32, 30, 38 crowd. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe fucking with me. 
Do you think it's the the bald head or is it just the definitely vibes the or it's definitely the bald head? It's it's definitely the bald. It's okay. Definitely the bald. They they think I'm more mature than I am. Mm. Then they find out I'm younger and like, okay, well he still got it. Right, you got that juice still. That's a good spot to be in. Yeah, that's know. not bad. I I accept I accept my role. You you can you can get the older women. Well, you're celebrated. The the you can get the ladies in their thirties. I'm sure even early forties, and then you can get the ladies in their late twenties too. And we ain't worry about these young bras. It's all about the aunties today, bro. You're your late twenties, man. Fuck them young bras. <laughs> thirty plus, thirty to forty-five. That's all you want. Yeah, I need someone to take care of me. Man, the homie's been telling us about this. Like, are we are we late to the party? Which homie are you referring to? Are you going to say on these airways? The Canadian homie. He's been telling us about the older women. No, nah, I think he was twenty four nah, messing with the forty year olds, telling us about, this is where we need to be. No, nah, you're talking about the same homie. I think he was. I don't think he was. Mm, this is gonna be hate. Actually, this is gonna go into our second. That's actually this okay. Like, there we go. Yeah, there we go. To finish my statement, I don't. I don't think homie was getting the the bad 35, 40 year olds. Oh come on! I, man. Come I think on, he was. Just, I think he was just getting the forty year olds. Come on, man! The ones with baggage. They all got baggage. At, at, at get, that point, yeah, you got a little bad. I get the. I be. I'm talking about like at least for me, the woman who loved the baldy who be coming on me. They be like that, like the, the the ex hot girls. Like they were the hot girls. They were the it girls. Then they just, you know, it little just, past just the went prime. away with they, time. I mean, they 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 still be looking good. So it's like uh, it's like how LeBron just turned thirty nine. Yet he's still one of the the more dominant players in the league. That's what you're saying. Don't them them is the kind of aunties you want. You want the ones like this, but like that burst back then. There there are some 32 year olds that are smoking some 25 year olds. I I can yep, I can agree with that. I've seen it. Shout out to those aunties. I've seen it. I've seen it. Okay, so you 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 talking about the most elite of elite aunties, top tier, top tier aunties. Hmm. Okay, all right, all right. Hassan, Hassan came in bougie today. He's, got, he's drinking his wine. He's got his pinky up. He wants the top-tier aunties. First of all, I'm still a nigga. I'm drinking wine out of a whiskey glass. Don't, don't play That's with me. That's crazy. You really are. Hey, but play hey. With me. Still like a nigga. That, still yeah, a nigga. Like still that, a nigga. All right, I'm so hate. Red cup. Actually, no, let's not go to hate. That's, that's one of the topics today, folks. Mike, you wanted to ask me some football questions. Let's get into we'll, football. We'll hold off on the hate. Hey, Listeners, hey, hey. stay tuned for that. Y'all know what's coming. But first things first, Hassan. Um, I saw something today. Saw something. And it kind of struck me, bro. Mm. It's about football. Mm. Not NFL. Mm. Not college. Nope. Not even high school, nigga. Mm. They said California lawmakers are considering a ban on tackle football for children under the age of 12. If you're not a teenager, California is considering banning you from playing football. Hassan, you've played football for as long as I've known you. You played in middle school, high school, college. How do you feel about that, bro? 
Um, you asked me in the pre-show, and I've had a little more time to think about it. Uh, I have conflicting opinions, but I think, number one, I would say I need more data. Because mm-hmm. my first take, okay, I remember playing, like, youth football, 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. At some point, you're so little that even though, like, you still might be, like, some kids are hitters and whatnot, the impacts are still not that big. Okay. Like, you might fall, but you might not get hurt. I mean, I'm sure there's some kids who got hurt. So the only thing I was thinking of, like, I would need to see the data to see, like, is there, like, a large amount of under 12-year-olds who get concussions from youth football? I I played youth football. I actually did not see many kids get concussions that were diagnosed. That doesn't mean they didn't happen. I'm just mm-hmm. talking about confirmed concussions. Uh, Then you get to high school, the impacts get a lot harder. You're going to see concussions. You're going to see broken ribs and all types of stuff. So don't get me wrong. Like, you football, you can still get hurt. But, like, I think just, like, the ba- the the bodies and the masses get bigger. And that's when you get the real impact. So... I would want to see data. I'm not against me personally, and I'm sure there's some people who disagree. I'm not against a ban, okay. but I do think without me having the data, I think 12 is too high of an age. It's too old. It's too old for you. Okay. And well, I, I just, I, I have a quick reason. The reason being like, okay, from 12, like, okay, in two to three years, a 12 year old's in high school, because it'll be 14, 15. Right. So now you're playing high school football and some freshmen start varsity freshman year. You kind of like if you're especially if you're trying to be an elite football player, you kind of need more just maybe about one or two years more to develop the body and the mindset to play high school football at a high level. If you want to be a high level player. Gotcha. OK, so you're thinking far down the line, you, you know, college, NFL, that kind of thing. Like, if that's, like, the kid's goal, which sometimes it is, sometimes it's the parents who say, but, like, if that's your goal is to go to the NFL, you want to start sooner than 12. 12 is not too late, but it, you know, it's a disservice. Now, the article I read or or skimmed, um, there were two factors. Factor number one being supposedly flag football is raising in popularity. Okay. So, um, especially in, in young women. Um, obviously. So they they were saying that um, potentially more kids should just elect to play flag football. You still use a lot of the same skill sets. You know, you're still exercising. You're still, you know, working on your athleticism. You're still competing. You're just eliminating the obviously the tackles, the helmet to helmet, the the risk the the risk for injury, things like that. Um, number two. What it was showing is that um, football in general is declining in in California, like just participation in general, okay. um, which I find pretty crazy. And that's probably why they got rid of Pac-12 football. That's another story for another day. But um, yeah, I, I agree with you in the sense of they should start them a little younger especially if they plan on going pro, because I'm thinking about other sports. Like, if, if a kid wants to go to the well, NBA, MLB... Uh, I, I, I'll say you know this. I'll saying? say this. I don't think, like... Because it, it's weird when I see, like, super little kids. So, like, five, six, seven. They definitely shouldn't be playing tackle football. Those so kids are... Like, nine, ten? 
I want to say nine, but ten's more reasonable. So they got to hit double digits before they throw the pads on. Right. And that could be a nice little 10-year-old rite of passage. Oh, you're 10. You can play real football now. Cause and I hear your point like about the whole flag being like, but like, okay, if you're not a wide receiver, if you're not a defensive back or a quarterback, that means you're not playing football until you hit older ages. And at that point, it's like uh you can not saying you can't catch up, but again, I don't know, just Throw a bone for the defense and the linemen. You want to see the trenches. That's, I mean, that's half of football. Half of football is O lineman, D lineman, and running the ball. That's half of football. Facts. I'm all, Facts. I'm all for more passing, but also like you could be a, like an, you can be a good defensive back, linebacker, safety, and flag football and seven on seven. And now you got to start tackling people. You might not be that good. That's facts, bro. But I was thinking, you know, fr from the standpoint of just an athlete, um, if playing at the highest level is your goal, you know, as a kid, why wouldn't you just elect to play another sport? If they're telling you, oh, you can't play, you can't throw pads on until you're 10. Why wouldn't you just go play basketball or, or soccer or, or baseball or something like that? You know, where you can start from, I mean, kids are dribbling basketballs at four years old, five years old. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, it's the end of the day. It's just what, like, the, the kid wants. I'll say this, like, as someone who did play multiple sports growing up, the other sports you play help you with the sport you're actually playing. Like, you learn, some, you learn some moves from playing basketball. You learn some – you get better footwork from soccer. I'm sure the guys who played baseball were better catchers and throwers and better hand-eye coordination. Like, for kids, like, kids want to be, like, as well-versed as possible, but I guess like just I guess the same reason they ban football is the same reason I think you don't want to start football that is too late, and that is the physicality and the violence. Right. I mean, the there's other things about football, but like the reason like football gets its level of prestige is the physicality and violence. For sure. For sure. So, it's modern day gladiators. Like, I'll say this. I played youth football my first year of like you football passing the Trojans, shout it out. That shit was trash. That shit was ass. That shit was painful. That shit was awkward. That shit was all types of all types of just hot mess. And I played for two years at U football on like on the tackle level. Then took a break, played basketball, played high school football. If I didn't have that two years of just the bullshit that was U football, yeah. It's I don't think I would have made it through high school football. For sure. Like just like just coming in with just like an expectation of like what it feels like to hit somebody, get hit, hit the ground, dive for like a ball, you're diving on the ground, playing with hurt, like you know, there's the difference between being hurt and being injured. If you like never had any level of physicality or contact, by the time you get to high school, you're behind. That's facts. That's facts. So so that's my take. That's my take. Okay. Okay. Mike, you play football too. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. I did. I, I dabbled Eagle. in football. My parent my parents didn't want me to play football. <laughs> that that's that and 
my mom would love to hear this bill my mom is somewhere smiling right now she's like oh yeah those kids don't need to be playing no damn football my mom hated football growing up it's uh, not for everybody football's not for everybody she, I she promise still, you not she still doesn't like football now um it, obviously i come from like a big baseball family that was like the the primary sport that everyone wanted me to get into but right. i was like man i don't want to play with y'all i want to play with my friends because you know, as a kid, you you know, you just want to hang out with the boys. The homies playing football out here. The homies was playing football. The homies was playing basketball. None of the homies were playing baseball like that, bro. They was like, they were kind of in it, but their main shit was football and basketball. And it's like, would make, I rather play? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, would I rather play with my dad, you know, and my uncles and all this on my back, not having fun? I'm playing, a bunch, I'm playing around with a bunch of kids that are like, you know, I don't know, some weirdos in my eyes. As a kid, I'm like, these kids are just, weird. Just say, bro, a bunch of white boys, a couple of Spanish these kids are weird. that you didn't know. It, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot of Latin kids, a lot of white kids. Um, and yeah, you know, my boys was playing basketball, football, so I'm like, yeah, I want to play that. And uh, I feel it. I feel it. My first experience with football, I was probably like nine years old, I want to say. I was playing for the Panthers. Shout out to the Panthers. There was like hey. the ponies, the Panthers, and then I think like the Panthers turned into the Trojans or the other way around. One of them, something they, like that. They, they, I think it was like at one point the Panthers broke off and then the Trojans came and the Panthers came back. I will always say this: youth sports is the most political shit for no reason. One hundred percent. But yeah, yeah like, no, Pas- they, they, Pasadena was a football town. You had three youth teams in one town. That's fire. And they were on, yeah. and to be honest, they were all nigga teams. It was all just niggas. All niggas, yeah. And a lot of those kids, <laughs> that's fine. A lot of those kids went on to play like at the high level high schools. You know what I'm saying? Pasadena U football sent out a lot of ballers. They Don't really sleep. did, bro. They really did. I just imagine if Marshall would have kept all the talent that was like at Marshall. Marshall had like like legit Dude, NFL talent. Walk it. out the door. Walk out the door, it, bro. But uh. Yeah, I, I remember that was like my first experience as a kid, and I was like, I remember the first time I got hit, bro. I got laid the fuck out, bro, smooth out, and I was just laying there on my back, and I was just like, wow. So this, so this is what this is like. It was like, welcome to football. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't ready for it because again, like I, I, you know, I was playing baseball, playing basketball. I was a hooper when I was a kid too. Like basketball was my real first love. A lot of people mm. don't know that. I don't know. Um, that. I didn't know that. Basketball was my real first love, bro. That was the first sport I ever played. That was the first sport I, like I that that I followed die hard. Um, I think Kobe has a lot to do with that. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I I feel like these kids they gotta they gotta start younger, bro. Just like you said, just to even keep pace with 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 athletes, not even just football players, but just to keep pace with other athletes. Well, okay, let's let's let's. Okay, we we live in America, where we worship money. Uh-oh. Here we go. Capitalism is our real religion. I'm this preface. I'm just gonna preface this. There's nothing wrong with starting kids later in youth sports, especially tackle football, if we didn't care about money. But a lot of parents, kids, teams, institutions, organizations push a lot of kids into football for the hope of getting them to the NFL or even at least a free college education. For sure. And sometimes it's not even about the college education because these niggas don't read. 
These niggas don't want to go to class. I know. I, th- th- that's besides the point. Some do. I know I didn't. I had this whole conversation with the other homie, but like, let me just stay on on topic though. So like, if the goal is to get the bag, you need to start. You need to start younger. And don't get me wrong, to be a top football player, it is more than just wearing pads and running into each other. Like, yeah, like honestly, like if you were trying to get you know more kids to the league, more kids need to do track. Don't matter even if it's a big kid or small kid, just run. Every everybody run. Uh, I think soccer would help a lot of football players just with their footwork and again conditioning. Basketball helps certain positions. Um, shoot, even just boxing, MMA can help you with football. So I mean, like you can always diversify the sport, but at some point, to be prepared for the level of physicality and violence is not for every kid. You need to start that younger. Yeah, you got to start while the damage is not is dramatic so yeah i mean like like you they always say bro when you move up the game gets a little faster right so why would you bring these kids into the game while it's already fast or faster i should say because playing football at 13 is completely different than playing football at eight years old way different like it it takes it to another level and then you get to college and it's it's damn near another sport yeah, you kind of you just need some of that experience just so you're not off guard. And I think about us too as people who want to consume football. I don't want to see these sorry ass niggas on Sunday. They can't tackle. They can't block. They can't catch. Start these kids young so the NFL stays great. I mean, also a lot of I've heard like coaching has also been like a bad like not a bad thing just like they've been there's a, there's a challenge of finding quality coaches in yeah. youth sports, high school sports. So like positions like linemen. Um, I've heard the lineman position is defense. actually declining as a whole. It's, it's hard. One, it's hard to coach. And two, it's hard to find kids for. I mean, and, and again, it goes back to like, okay, like. How, how do I put this delicate? Especially at the middle school, high school level. A lot of the linemen are just like. The fat kids. Right. So now you okay, like, okay, I need you to stay just as fat, but I need you to become athletic. As a team. And, and I need you to be also coordinated. You also need to become like the toughest guy on the team. You probably have done no physical anything. And now I need you to be the toughest guy on our team. Literally gotta go in the trenches. What are some? I, I got to ask you this question because they say that NFL trash talk from linemen is some of the most disgusting shit you'll ever hear. Do you remember some of the things you've heard or some of the things that you've said while you were in the trenches? Um, I wasn't a trash talker. Actually, I mean, it might be different when you get to like college, but a lot of high school like linemen are nice. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Like, like linemen are like, <laughs> they're like chubby, like easygoing high school fat dudes. Like, they don't give a fuck. Like, the main trash talkers are like the defensive backs. We gotta, we gotta get someone from the south on the pod. They're probably like, man, these California dudes are soft. I don't know. We got, Again, we I, gotta get somebody I, from Alabama on here. Tell us about their football experience. 
Hey, bro, I'm telling you, linemen are some laid-back dudes. I'm telling you, like, I'm sure that, like, okay, like, as far as, like, dirty play, there's a lot of dirty play in, like, the trenches, whether it's accidental. Whether it's accidental or intentional, like, okay, getting tripped, poking the eyes, uh, you know, I've never been hit in the nuts, but some people get hit in the nuts, diving for people's knees, like, oh, like, line play can get dirty, mm-hmm. but, you know, linemen, we're not, we're, they're not really trash talkers, like, I heard, like, okay, again, I used to play DN, but I used to also play, like, a little bit of, like, receiver and tight end. DBs and receiver, like the one-on-one situation, that's the trash talk. Corners are trash talkers. Yeah. Linebackers are trash talkers. Linebackers, okay. Linebackers. Okay. I mean, those are so, some of the hardest-hitting dudes on the team, so. Yeah, but, I mean, this goes deep. I'm making this deeper than football. You asked me about this kid ban, or kids ban on football. Ban on kids playing football. Yeah. Okay. Talk to me. For for safety concerns, I get it. It's the it's in it's the right idea. It's coming from the right place. The the safety of children. Now, let's talk like men here. Okay. Okay. Let's let's get a little toxic. Let's talk about some masculinity here. Fuck let's the kids it, right now. Let's let's take it there. Do you think that's a growing trend? Of us just getting softer as a as a people, yeah, absolutely, I think so. Is that a good? Is that a good or a bad thing? I think that's a bad thing. Um, obviously, I mean, I mean, we're talking about. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. We're talking like, about child safety. You know, obviously, when you put it like that, I mean, like, who isn't for child safety, right? I mean, it, it should be pretty black and white. You know, hold it's on. like this I'll, is good. Hold, hold, hold this on, is bad. Hold on. All right. right, I I'm gonna give you some. I'm I, okay. I'm gonna paint you a picture though. I'm I'm just saying, bro. I'm gonna go very morbid. I'm gonna take it there though. Okay, let's do it. All right, All right. let's just say this. If you were someone, say okay, okay. Say you're a you know because we're getting older, right? But let's just say you were someone who you were like 14. Okay. In the 19 in the 1930s, all your big brothers, uncles, the policemen, the firefighters. They all went to World War One, right? You knew without a shadow of doubt, the people around me can protect me. If shit hits the fan again, we with the shits, right? right? And, and they just came out of the, the depression, right? Okay, then They've okay, seen some then, shit. let's just say year forty eight. Okay, so that in between World War Two and Korea. Okay, you look to the people above you. Okay, yeah, they they've been through some shit, right? They they got me, right? All right, bet. Then, you know, you go there, down, there's different eras of war, blah, 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 blah. And then, okay, a little less war, but now you're like, okay, we had, you know, the football, football. I'm all over the place, but I'm laying this plane. All right. I'm following you. So now, so now let's just say we're getting older. We're 30, Mike. We're 30. I just want to round it. We're 30. No, I am so, 30. So we know, <laughs> we know that we, we know the groups behind us. We know the groups above us, right? Right, right. So we can say like some of the old heads we run into the Generation X, the Boomers. Okay, some of those dudes they don't play football. They've been to Vietnam. They've been to Iraq. They you know get them. Oh no, just let me cook, bro. Let me. What they, hate, what bro. they know about? What they know about anything? That's hate. Is that that's hate? hate. Is that hate? That's okay. Hate. That's hate. That's hate. That's hate. Right. But you can just say okay, the men above me can handle some shit. Okay. 
Now, no disrespect. Now, we're going to look at Gen Z. Okay. So they're about 20 now. They're, so they're the they're at the age where there are military, there are new firefighters, there are new police officers, Gen Z. Right. They're the they're the young cats going through the academy right now. The fresh crop, the first crop, the first wave. If shit hits the fan, do you trust Gen Z to protect you? When as an older man, when you're older and no. feeble, when you're when you're like 50, like you you're young no. enough, but you know, you're not going. Are you going to trust? No. Why not? I don't. Well, I don't now. I mean, twenty years from now, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens between now and then. But for as whatever, of right now, today, right, for whatever, if for my whatever house we, is burning down, and I got to call one of these twenty year olds to come pull up and save me in my Jordans and my Xbox, I don't trust it. I, I don't. I, man, look, man. I feel like a lot of these these younger kids now, and this is just off the strength of gaming. We're gamers here. Okay. These young dudes don't want to compete. There's no. They don't want to face uh, adversity. Whenever yeah. shit hits the fan, they just want to run. They want to rage quit. I don't want you to pull up in the fire truck and see my house almost burnt to a crisp, and you rage quit. That's not a good time. Now, now I'm burnt up, and I'm in heaven looking down like, damn, bro. I thought I thought you had me, bro. Do you trust these young niggas? No. Why is that? If you had to choose between one of these Gen Z, we'll, we'll call him 21 years old. He can buy. He can buy alcohol legally. We'll call him that. Do you trust twenty-one-year-old Billy? Um, that's funny because I have or, a young homie. I have a young homie named Billy. So this well, is there funny. you go. There you go. Hitting it right. Hitting the nose right on the head. Now, do you trust twenty-one-year-old Billy, or are you going to trust some AI robot? Oh, I mean, that's a loaded question. I'm trusting AI. You I'm definitely trust. AI. I'm taking AI over Billy. Okay, so I'm trying to. Listeners, I have no agenda. I'm just trying to ask all the questions, get all the ideas, get all the thoughts out. Now, do I trust Gen Z? No. Do I know why I don't trust Gen Z? I don't know why. I don't want to be the old head just hating. I don't want to generalize oh, an I'll entire. Do I don't want to generalize I'll do an. It. Ent- I don't want to generalize an entire younger generation because I'm out. Because also, Mike, we're at the borderline. We're borderline. We're the last millennials, and then it's Gen Z. We're at the borderline. Facts. Yeah, we're we're right there, for sure. So, you know, it's like I don't want to like, I don't want to just lean into the Gen Z stereotypes. However, okay, your take your take on competition for Gen Z, I do agree with. And I feel um, like that's full circle back to football, and that's why we should keep them competing, keep them tough. Well, see, but that's the thing. Like, are we are we just some old niggas trying to socially engineer the younger generation to to do shit for the greater good, or are we gonna let them enjoy their freedom? I think I think they can do both. So I think there's a both. I think they can do both, bro. Yeah, both things can be true. Um, I do think there has to be some sort of, for lack of a better term, conditioning. Uh, okay, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say this. I'm gonna say this. 
And this is, I think this was, you know, like I said, I've been using this reference a lot this last couple months in the pod. It was my experience being a bouncer at a bar. And I'm 28. What was that? I was 27, 28. Yeah, now I'm 20, yeah, 28. And I was running to a lot of people who was just 21, 22 for the first time. And I have this conflicting thought. Talk to us. Was I this dumb at 21, 22? Yes. Okay. Because being the older homie, when I did have, funny enough, the homie Billy, shout out to Billy, boosted goat, real car guy. And him and the boys go out drinking and just seeing how they move and they maneuver. It's like, man, these niggas, they got to get it together. They they not moving right. I'm not going to. That was us, Hassan. But th- That's was why that I, us? I give them some grace. Yeah, that was definitely us, bro. I, I think it wasn't. I was dumb just three years ago. I'm dumb now, but you know, I'm so dumb. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know if that ever goes away. As man, I can't speak for the ladies. Ladies, we'll, we'll maybe have to get your opinion on that on a, on a live or something. But I know for me, see, the, the difference now is like I know that what I was doing was dumb, and what I'm doing now is dumb. Back then, you didn't know that. Back then, you just that's what it was. Okay, okay. So back to just the whole thing, society getting softer. I can definitely say, you know, me at 22, me at 28, I'm a little rougher around the edges in a good way. I'm a little tougher, a little more edge when when I was a little younger. For sure. Do we have to just give them that time and that grace? I think so. I think so. Boys will be boys. Gen Z, I'm talking to y'all. Y'all got some wild stereotypes. Like I don't I don't know who y'all PR team is, but I don't believe it. I don't believe all of it, but man, they say Gen Z, y'all effeminate. They say y'all not ambitious. They say y'all there's there's a lot of bad PR for Gen Z. That happens with every young generation, though, I'm sure. Like if you look at the history of time, uh, Gen Z, they say y'all pussy, man. I'm gonna just the, say it. they say y'all pussies. The older generation, what's up? What's up? The older generation always hates on the younger generation, and I hate that. I hate that. I sound like that. That's us now. Yeah, that's us now. I sound like that. I got no shame in it. I'm just, I'm just embracing it. I'm trying to be a little bit more nuanced. I'm trying to, you know. I'm trying to see reality. I'm not trying to be. I'm not. Are just you trying putting to yourself in them shoes? And are you putting yourself in their shoes? Do you feel like I mean, that's what you're doing? The I I think I am. I feel like I I am. I just think. Okay, I think there are some things that are blown out of proportion about Gen Z. They're great people. They're just a couple years younger. We was old people was hating on us. For sure. I guess more so. I can, I'm aware on how society has conditioned them. At least I try to be. And those are the aspects of the younger generation I try to uh, critique. The things that they don't know, they were socialized. Like, I'm sure the older generation look at us and like, man, we should have never made the, let these kids watch XYZ show. Now they fucked up in the heads. That's how I feel. That's fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll just say this. Uh, 
And this is this is actually just pulling. Actually, no, same thing from the bar situation. Same thing to being a car dealership. Gen Z men, I'm not gonna speak to the girls. Y'all men, y'all need to learn how to just like speak the fuck up. Just talk. Is this it just like speak in general or speak to the ladies? No, just just like everyday conversation. It's like a young dude coming to my car dealership. He just sit there on his head down, just scrolling on his phone, and I'm trying to like talk to you about you possibly spending twenty thousand dollars. And every other word out your mouth is like, "Well, I got to check with my mom or call my dad." Right. Grow some, some nuts. Okay. Okay. So, I feel so what you, I feel what you're saying. So so scared of interactions. Scared of interactions. I mean, I don't want to say like on a broad sweeping scale, but it's something. And I'm not saying millennials. There aren't you know dudes who scared of talking to millennials, but. It was a very Gen Z thing, at least in my job, mm. for young dudes to come in. I asked you, like, how can I help you? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to achieve? And everything was like, they know what they wanted, but they were scared to say it. They didn't know how to articulate it. Now, I can agree with that. I've, I've seen my fair share of, of younger people come into the bank. Um. Obviously, finance is one of the most important aspects of adulthood. And I'll ask them. I'll ask them like, what, like, what do you want? Like, like, what are your, what are your plans with this account? Like, what do you see yourself doing? Like, you want to open a, a checking savings? Okay, cool. Like, what does that look like to you? And a lot of the time, they know what they want. Um. I think it it would be easier for them if they didn't have to do the face to face. It's the face to face that's intimidating to they, them because they can they're talk able on the to phone, do it. They can tag right because I've they talked to them on the, on the phone. phone. I've talked to them on the phone, and it's okay. Even email, email, oh, email is amazing for like. Oh, the they're better crowd. at email than me. They're great with email. I'll give them that. But when it comes to sitting in this office, and I'm in my chair, and you sitting at the across the desk from me. That's where a lot of them seem to struggle. And obviously, I mean, that's a direct effect of, of cell phones and social media and, and the scrolling and all of that. Um, what should we do? How do we stop them from using their phone so much, Hassan? Um, there's no stopping people from using their phone. That's a personal choice. It's like, we, we're gamers. Weren't you mad when people told you to put your phone down and put your Game Boy down or your Nintendo Switch down? I get mad now. <laughs> so, but, I mean, but uh, one ahead, thing I will say is that um, one aspect with like gaming and all that is like you want a headset, so you still communicating. Obviously, I mean, texting, you still communicate. I think it's texting. Texting is just a really shitty form of communication. Texting is like the worst. It is literally the, and, and that's just like, the main form of communication these days. And it's just horrible, uh, bro. A lot Why of do my, we text? Uh, okay, Mike, you can agree. I have an interesting personality. For sure. My personality does not always translate well over text. Like, if you don't hear my tone, if you don't see the, like, body language to a lot of things I say, it doesn't come off right. It's, it's a challenge to evoke some sort of emotion through 
through word, like written word. I'm that is definitely silly. a challenge. I'm a very silly person. I'm silly. Yeah. That does not translate well over text. That's true. That's true. Being someone who's texted you for many years, I can agree with that. But <laughs> um, I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't even know how we got here, but no, nah, no, nah, we well, okay. We were saying we're, we're cooking, Z, we're cooking, we're cooking, we're yeah, cooking. No, we're on the right track. We were saying is Gen oh, Z. We hate saw... it. So okay, so viewers, this was what we we're talking about hate, and we're going to stay on this topic. We're going to blend the topics. At what point is someone being a hater, and at what point is fair criticism fair criticism? Say that one more time for the listeners, bro. At what point is hate being a hater? Or when it's fair criticism, fair criticism. Mm. I'll let you start, Mike. And I will say this. I have no hate. Actually, I said you started and I took over. I have no hate for Gen Z. <laughs> I'm going to just say, I have no hate for Gen Z. Gen you have Z. no hate for Gen Z. Okay. No, I, there's a lot of things like I can appreciate. Like, no, I'm going to let you go first. I said that. If you want to cook, go ahead and cook, bro. Go ahead and cook. You was cooking. Go ahead and cook. I can appreciate them not following our template. Like, if y'all want to do something different with music and sound, I can respect that. Y'all want to dress different and take influence from this, but add a splash of this, I can respect that. Respect that. Okay. All right. All right. Um... Do you have any nieces or nephews? You don't, huh? No, I do. Well, you not nieces. Niece, no, I got little cousins that I consider nieces and nephews. Little cousins, okay. But they're my cousins' kids, so. They're your cousins' children. Okay, so yeah, I, I see what you're saying. That's one of those weird ones. I, I just like saying nieces, nephew. Like, the relationship type is I'm your uncle. It, right, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm your elder little niggas, man. Put you on game. Listen, it, fuck niggas. That's the only reason I was asking. Um... Because for me, my my sisters are, like, way older than me. So I have nephews that are now in their – they're, like, 20. Right. So that's, like, my inside look on the next generation. Obviously, you know, three little niggas – three little hard-headed niggas don't make up an entire generation. But – Sample um, size. Sample size. It's a sample size. And they're the ones who keep me on game when it comes to, like, a lot of the shit. And, like, I just pick their brains when it comes to a lot of these things. And um, one thing that they struggle with, bro, is that they don't understand why it's so hard for them right now. Because when we, obviously when we were growing up, it was like, okay, yeah, go to school, da 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 whatever. And then like when our parents were growing up, it was like, okay, yeah, go to school, get a job, stay at that one job, and you'll live like a decent life. Right. That doesn't exist anymore. So I feel like a, a, with a lot of these kids who are now graduating co in college, graduating college, um, they're kind of like, what's the point? Because now it's tough to 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 even like find a job that will pay you a sustainable living wage. I mean, that's been true throughout generations over time, but now the gap is a little wider than it was. Than before, you know what I'm saying. Um, so I feel like that's I, where a lot of them are struggling. I I didn't think about this before, but now that you got me thinking about it. Like 
by assumption, they don't see no end goal. Like everything we grew up or the generation before us, like valued and treasured, is like, oh, like these are like life's like milestones and achievements and progressions. Those don't matter no more. Like right. it was a it was a big deal to graduate. It was a big deal to get your first job, your first car, your first apartment, buy a house, get married, kid one, kid two, um, new job, uh, retire, like all the like like all these different life achievements like were like the standard they meant and something. the pinnacle. Yeah. I don't mean shit. Don't I don't mean yeah, shit now, now Yeah, now that ain't shit. And and I feel like that that's a byproduct of just where things stand, bro. Like, imagine being a a 20-year-old right now. Which I wouldn't mind, but... Right now in today's day and age. With $1,500 rent. You got to drop 20 bands to get a car. You said you was talking to a kid. You got to drop 20 bands. Back then, you... Oh, that's light. Back then... You better off with 30. You feel what I'm saying? Back then, you could go get a, a car for a couple bands. You'd be all right, and you could oh, get you, around. You would got something respectful for five, six, seven. You would have been rolling. You good, you know? 20. 20. So I feel like... No disrespect. You drop 15, you driving some bullshit. These days, yeah, bro. You can't even... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So You driving, driving some bullshit. So I don't want to say they feel hopeless. That's not the right word. But it's an uphill battle. They understand um, that. I got a word. They're disinterested. Like the rat race doesn't appeal to them. It doesn't appeal exactly. They're like, why? Why should I work this hard to achieve these things? Like it, it shouldn't be like that. Um, at least that's we, my perspective. I don't. I don't know if that's how they feel, li- how they think. Li- but listeners, listeners, we are freestyling out here. These are not definitive answers. Always feel free to leave us a comment or join our IG lives because we're looking for answers. Um, I hear you, Mike. I would just say that they're disinterested. Um, just for like certain things, it's like, okay, like let's just talk about money. We'll just keep it on money. Okay. This is the generation that like all their life they watch dudes get on YouTube, act like jackasses and make millions of dollars. That's true. Why would why would I work hard? When I saw some people just be jackasses on the internet and get paid. And like, don't get me wrong, there are people who make quality content, videos, whatever, on the internet. But we've what? also seen we've seen people. We've seen a lot. We've seen more people catch lightning in a bottle. It's not like these out like the outliers aren't as rare as they used to be. Maybe that's just a product of the internet more exposure. But it's like we've seen people be nobodies and then one viral moment, they're like on top of the world. Why would I work hard? I feel it. Um, I have I've had this especially conversation. Especially when especially when uh this generation they don't have as much patience due to, you know, life being so fast now. So it's like that I mean, slow burn mentality, that rat race shit, that shit is over with. Who who taught them that? The internet, bro. Like Everybody. you said, Everybody. the internet. There's, there's, there's exposure. I mean, like you got to think they've been exposed to this shit since they were kids. Like when we were on the internet, bro, it wasn't like that. Imagine you're 14 and you know somebody in your class with like 40,000 followers, sponsors, and endorsements deal. Yeah. And you know them and like, I mean, they cool, but 
Yeah. Ain't that special. That's what I'm saying. But he's is just, that hate? He's just a guy. Just a guy. Is it hate? Uh, um, can be. It depends. What's hate and what's know, constructive know, criticism? I know, I know, that is the like, question of the hour. I know, like, today's day and age, any type of criticism is seen as hate. I mean, if you follow any musician, any any type of pushback, you're a hater, you're blah, 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 blah. Any athlete, you're a hater. Any... Well, I, I love seeing these posts, but I think they funny. It's just, like, random... Random like ratchet girls getting on IG. Oh, to you hating ass bitches, man. Fuck you. I'm getting the money. Like, who's hating on you? They're asking for haters. You mad They're your homegirl begging for haters? You mad your homegirl didn't like your picture? That's what you mad about. Women relationships are so crazy. That's a whole episode within itself. We'll 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 we'll, we'll, we'll just stick on the men. We'll just focus that, on that's a whole episode <laughs> within itself. Man. We we got to get more ladies on the pod for those topics. I agree. Yeah, we got to get both perspectives on that one. Maybe we might do it one of these days. Stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned. Yeah, we work it. We work him. Um, I don't know, Mike. Just give me your thoughts. What it so hate? So when I think of hate, I think of someone who has like no rhyme or reason for why they're saying these negative things they're just going off of pure like emotion because that's what hate is it's just it's, it's it's no emotion so like i feel like if you like there's people who will click play on an album and they'll literally listen to it just to call it trash that's hate now if you're genuinely curious and you play the album you listen to it you listen to it again and you're like, all right, I'm just not feeling this. This is kind of whack. I don't feel like that's hate. Okay. So I'm I'm a, I'm just taking from what I'm hearing. The level of intensity in the emotion can play a factor if it's hate. Like, okay, if I just don't like album, hey, I didn't care for it. But for me to go out my way and be like, yo, this shit is trash. This was terrible. This is like like going, like making back in this point. album. My entire persona, persona, that's hate. That's hate. That's hate. Okay. Okay. To me, at least. And that goes for uh, anything. Okay. I didn't want to do this. Oh, shit. I didn't want to do this. Okay. Listeners, I always like to say this because this is not my lane. We are not a dating podcast. But I was watching a YouTuber. I just want to share this little tidbit with you, Mike. I was watching this YouTuber, a guy I think is well-respected, has some things that I don't always fully agree with, but usually he's on base. Just random dude on YouTube, black dude. He came out with this video like yesterday, and it was saying why Gen Z is the most undateable generation. Okay. He's about our age. So he's one of these like borderline, he's a millennial who's borderline at the edge of Gen Z. He's about our age, about 30. And in short, he just said, uh, just too much internet, don't know how to deal with like social interactions, bad at picking up social cues. He also said Gen Z is a very risk averse group. Yeah. They don't if they don't see like a direct 
benefit or payout, they don't do it. Facts. So, I don't know where I was going with that, but it seemed like it just fit in the conversation. And I don't want to also put that all on Gen Z. That don't sound like hate, though. I want to also say, like, millennials, all, all groups of people on Earth, we've all lost a little something because of the Internet. Absolutely. Like, whether that's just little social nuances or courage, we've all lost a little bit because as a young, as a young man, as a young black man, I always think it's fascinating when older people try to talk to me because they talk to me like I'm their age. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to agree and nod, but I have no clue what you're talking about. Like y'all don't like some of you don't even have like the awareness to realize they're talking about things I was not alive for. Mm. Like I got a new little job. Does that make it irrelevant? It doesn't, but it's like it's how you approach it. It's like, oh, have you heard? Okay, I'm gonna give you a good example. I got a new guy, new coworker, older guy. He was talking to me about music. He was talking about Motown. Okay, I know some Motown artists. Oh yeah. But he went through this like lit, like pop, pop, pop. Do you remember so and so and remember so and so? When you start saying remember, you lost me. And you should know, hey, you weren't there for this. And it doesn't got to be a disrespectful, like, oh, you don't know nothing about this. It's just going to be like, yo, are you aware of this artist? No, here's information about them. Let me not just list off a bunch of old names that mean nothing so, and expect so you to just know. It's the awareness. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I mean, old people do do that. I feel like a. How old is this guy? 70. Okay. Yeah. So old guy. Okay. Yeah, a lot of I, old people talk just to talk because they don't really have anyone to talk to. That's that's what I've noticed because like I talk to a lot of old, older people throughout the day. A lot of them just talk because they don't have anyone to talk to. And they don't well, have this, anything to talk about. There's nothing well, interesting going on in your life when you're 70 years old. Well, this is one thing I guess also maybe because it's like in they're most adults. Cases. Maybe because they, again, they're older. Yeah. Old people do, old people don't ask questions. They're not curious. It's like, let me tell you what I like and interested in, and maybe you can relate, but like they don't be asking like, hey, yo, like, who's the most popping artist right now? I'm a little out of touch. They're not curious, bro. Not at all. And 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 I said that on uh on our previous episode with Zaire. As you get older, bro, you lose some of that curiosity, you lose some of that adventure. And that's how people get out of touch, bro. Because like you said, they don't, they don't. I don't want to say they don't care, but like it's irrelevant to them. They're like, I, like what? Who is Drake I, no, to them? Like to a seventy-year-old, who in the world is Drake? They don't it, care. It, I mean, even if they do or don't care, how do I, how do I get this right? How, it's not matter if they do or don't care. It's just more so like, should they be aware? Does it impact their life? I, okay, I think it comes down to, and maybe this is the approach part. They're not talking to you to get to know you. They're talking to talk. They're talking to talk. 
I guess it's like okay. I guess this be, this but what's a better way to put it? It's like in an interaction, I can try to relate to you, or I can try to find out if you relate to me. Which one sounds more selfish? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like okay, I I'm I'm going to talk about me, and again, I'm not trying to throw shots at this old guy, but it's like okay, I'm gonna talk about me and what I like, and I want to find out if you can relate or jump into my world. I'm not trying to find out about your world. I don't give a fuck about your world. Exactly, bro. Exactly. It's like, it's like the random old guy who comes to your job and starts talking about Republican politics. Now, just off of looking at me. I just saw him, me, too. Just off of looking <laughs> at me, you should know we probably have some disagreements with politics. Speaking of that and the same thing is, guy, I'm, I'm, just gonna let you it, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. And if you say the different thing than what they're hoping you say, they're upset. That's it. They're, they're not gonna ask you what do you believe and why. It's do you believe what I believe and how could you not? That same gentleman saw him on Monday. It is it's Wednesday. We're recording this on Wednesday. It was Monday. <laughs> And here he is gangbanging on me again. Public talking news. about his it, it, long story short, his credit card got frozen on a $50 dinner that he tried to, to go out on. He was pissed off. And then he basically talks to the customer service lady at the credit card thing. And he's like, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I'm this, that, and the other. Do the... Conversation's over. And then he goes on for about 20 minutes to show me who he is. And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, yeah, man, look at this. He's like, I got, he's like, you know, I'm big with the Republican Party. That's gangbanging. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Big red. He's like, yeah, man, look at this. He's like, I got personal emails from Donald Trump. And he's like scrolling through his email on his phone. He's like showing it to me. He's like, look, that's, you know, that name, that's Donald Trump. He's like, look at that. He's referring to me as my nickname. My friends call me Danny. He's calling me Danny. He's like, look at this. You see this? He's like, hey, I know all Trump, these politicians. That, and hey, it, that, it, that Trump AI bot got him in love. Got him cooked. And bro, and at no point, at no point in his head did it click where he was like, you know what? I don't think this guy gives a fuck what I'm saying. He it just never. kept, he just kept going, bro. And now once did he ask like, hey, like, I don't know. Did you vote? Do you vote? Do like what do you believe it? Like he didn't ask me any of that. Not that we should have that conversation anyway, because he's like a seventy year old white dude. Oh, oh but, okay. Well, Mike, but I'm, yeah, I'm no, I'm, same, I'm gonna give you a scenario, gist. Mike. Same gist. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a scenario, Mike. And I know we don't do this. I know this isn't normal, but like imagine Mister Republican, you came to your job, and let's just say politics did come up, and he's like, hey, you know what, Mike? I'm, 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 I'm Republican. You know, I'm pretty conservative. I don't really care what you are, but I am just curious. What do you believe and why? Have you ever heard that that phrase or that question? What do you believe and why? I don't. I don't care if you disagree. I am just curious. Have you ever heard that? Absolutely not. That will never come out of his mouth. He's just going to tell me about how much he donates to the Republican Party. So, I guess the word. Okay, and mind was, you, that's the I'm a chain. young black male. He realizes this. I would hope he realizes it. 
I would hope he's not not blind. But I'm a young black male. You're sitting here talking to me about Donald Trump and Sisolak, the governor of Nevada. You're sitting here talking to me about all this stuff. I don't care, bro. See, and this, again, Gen Z, I'm going to give y'all a break. Boomers, I'm about to get on your ass. Get on the boomer. Oh, this is my segment right here. They, Let's do this. They, they don't, they're not curious. They don't care what other people think. It's just, no. this is what I think. And either you're with me or you're not with me. That's all they care about. There's never like a why, like, okay, listeners, not, we, we, I don't give a fuck about Donald Trump. And I guess you, again, you got to pick sides in politics. Fuck Donald Trump. I'm going to say that. But imagine a Trump supporter was just like, you know what? I like Trump, but I understand he pisses off a lot of people, Mike, a lot of black people. No, that's but, too smart. But but can you just kind of, just so I know, what is it about Trump y'all don't like? That's too smart, Hassan. They would never say something like that, bro. Wouldn't that be refreshing, though? Bro, that would be, I would actually probably sit down and have a conversation with that person. And 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 I said this earlier too. I was like, just because we disagree doesn't mean that we have to dislike each other. We can disagree and we can still have a relationship, friendship, whatever you want to call it. Acquaintance. We can still like that's completely doable. Oh, you don't have to cool. you don't have to agree on every single thing to talk to someone. And I feel like it's like that, bro. That tribalism is is heavy. Because I guarantee you, if I would have stopped this dude once and I was like, hey, bro, I voted for Biden. Not saying that I did. Y'all will never know my vote. But if I if I was like, yeah, like I voted for Biden. I wonder how the conversation would have went. See, the smart person would say, okay, Mike, that's cool. I like it's it's your choice. Just just folks, I'm curious. Why what what about Biden? What did you like about him? Or what why did you not want to vote for Trump? Right. And then I'd be like, uh, oh, uh, just a very calm why. Just a very calm. I'd be like, oh shit. Oh well, shit. Let's talk oh, about I, it. I feel heard. Like, oh shit. Yeah. God forbid I feel heard. Right. So no, I mean, I don't want to just say the internet age has only affected Gen Z. I think it's affected all groups where it's like we don't we don't communicate to understand the own person. We communicate to push our agenda. And mm. I will admit as a podcaster, I do take a lot of pride and care that I try not to be biased. And I try to put all things on the table so we can find the right answers, not the one that I like. I don't think the Mike and Hassan show struggles with that. We some real niggas. We don't struggle with that. And um, that's part of our job as podcasters to create some sort of narrative. I mean, we could just know. we could just promote propaganda. I think I was going to say we could spew we could spew a bunch of bullshit. I think that's maybe and I, I'm not going to put this on Gen Z either. I'm gonna just put this on all groups. There's a lot of propaganda out there that people don't realize is propaganda. It's sneaky now, huh? It's good. It's, it's clever. It's getting good. Yeah, man. I don't know, bro. I don't know. The internet is 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 a powerful thing. I'm grateful for the internet. It has its pros and cons. But yeah, man. 
There's there's some nasty nasty parts of it. Okay, fair fair criti- fair criticism. Like we're kind of on a lot of topics at once. You see somebody post something and people start commenting. Okay. Where is the fair criticism? Where's the hate? Where's the line? So this is why I've I've liked Reddit a little more recently. Been saying that for a while. Because I feel like Reddit is the place where you can get that fair criticism and you can actually have a conversation. And this is why. Because on Reddit, it's not about being louder than the other person. I feel like you see a lot of that on social media, particularly Twitter. I love Twitter too. But I particularly in Twitter, it's about who's louder. Like who who's whose opinion is stronger, whose opinion's louder, who's getting the most LMAOs, who, you know, engagement, stuff like that. You don't see a lot of that on Reddit. On Reddit, it's genuine curiosity. I feel like that's what it is. That's the difference. If you're a hater, bro, you're not genuinely curious. You're just out to make a statement. You're not actually gotcha. forming a statement with any sort of uh, of backing or or ground or any any reason. Like you're just saying this to say it. Okay. Like if I hear, no, like, I hear you. If so, if someone comes up and they're like, "Oh yeah, watermelon is trash." Oh, well, that's a bad one because that's subjective. Well, opinions are subjective. But if someone's like, "Why don't you like you know this movie?" Like why like why don't you like Marvel? It's just trash. Marvel's fucking trash. That shit is garbage. This is okay, but bro, like, what about it? Why? Like, what elements do you appreciate? What elements don't you appreciate? People don't know how to articulate that, or people are scared to articulate it. I don't know which one it is, but um, yeah, I think know it's a how mixture. to do it. I, I think it's a know mixture. how to I do think it. It's, I think it's some people don't know how to articulate because I'm right there with you. I think some people, some people don't know how to articulate. Some people don't try to articulate, and there's some people. They articulate the common popular answer. So you watch one or two film review movies and YouTube wants to flood you with them. Whatever. But uh, I think I did say this on the pre-show. Unlike the common YouTube narrative. Now, I don't know if this is just my section of the algorithm. Okay. The common narrative is that Hollywood and the current uh, movies and TV shows suck. Now, I like to think I can, if I watch something, I can kind of pick out some things and articulate why I don't like something. The common, the easy answer that you see on YouTube is, oh, Hollywood went woke. And that's why everything's trash. I know, I know. I'm shaking my head. I'm shaking my head. Mike. I just already automatically know when someone's angry and uses the word woke as an insult, I just tune out. Instantly, yeah. I'm going to shut down every time. But that's how people operate. So it's kind of like, now again, has Hollywood trying to be more progressive and has that probably hurt them in their quality? Maybe that's not why their quality is hurt. Maybe they lost that you're supposed to make good art with them as it's not Let's promote a message and hope the art sticks. Mm. But um, I feel like a well-crafted answer response 
is hard for a lot of people. And now, Gen Z, I'm about to get back on your ass real quick. And I am talking about some homies, but I am talking about what I've noticed as a whole. A lot of Gen Z only knows how to speak in phrases. Okay. So, like, uh, in, in, elaborate, elaborate, elaborate. This, like, just random use of slang and just, like, not really saying nothing. Like, hey, man, just, just whatever. It's lit, bro. We just, you know, we're lit. You know, we just, you know, we, we out there, you know, little, 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 little drip. We good. We lit. The fuck are you talking about? Mm. Bro, you don't get me, like, no, no, Dr. I see Cap. what you're saying. Like, you, you've heard those sentences. I'm doing a bad example, but you've heard those sentences where it's just up like random slang, Twitter lingo, and it doesn't make a full concrete sentence. It's just like a whole bunch of shit put together. Right. A bunch of independent ideas. Just like this period, like two words, period, three words, period, four words, period. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's the structure. Oh, the period. The girls will say period every other word. That's that's a good example. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The I, girls who don't say I was just nothing. thinking like sent. I was just thinking sentence nah, structure you, in my you head. Just phrases as, yeah, as nah. a writer. Yeah, but, but that's a good example. Is the girls who say nothing but every other word is period. So you they think they said something. That was a double period. entendre right there. I didn't even realize I did a double entendre. But yeah, um, period. I, yeah, I, I feel that are like uh, people who be like valid. My boy's been saying that a lot lately. Or, well, he said his cousin says that, and he's been kind of trolling his cousin by saying valid. I haven't but, heard that uh, one for a while, but that, that was a moment where things were just, oh, that valid. Oh, no, no. Oh, okay, you were there for this era. If you grew up in Pasadena, when every other thing was high key or low key. For sure. I definitely remember that, yeah. That that was an era, bro. We was young then. I guess, I guess that's just, you know, that's just being young, bro. That's the thing. Like, should I be mad at Gen Z, or were we all that dumb? I feel like we were just as dumb, bro. I feel like we were. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go here and revise history and act like right. at 21 years it. old I was some scholar and had a college degree and I was well on my way to some engineering job. You know, being it. You know, I, I wasn't any of that, bro. I was just as lost. I was drinking, smoking every day. Falling asleep in in the back room at a crib, that was the party spot. Everybody knew that. You go to the gazebo, get fucked up, fall asleep in the in the little back house. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, it was a good time back there. Okay, so now you I know, respect so that. We're not I'm, trying to I'm say honest. we're above anybody. We're we're not okay. Gen Z, we're not saying we're better above you. We're we were stupid too. Exactly. I guess that's a challenging thing. Like when you're younger, a kid, you just you kind of know you're stupid and you accept everyone around you stupid. But when you kindly know something and you're watching someone be stupid in real time, it's an interesting thing to watch. It is. I know that uh I know that for me growing up period. being in my twenties, bro. Period. I don't grow for me growing up in my twenties, early twenties in particular, I didn't know what the hell was going on either, bro. Something about that age in life, it's just very in men in particular, I'm not gonna speak for the ladies. It's like that's when we start the beginning of our maturation because like a lot of our teen years is just like a whole bunch of bullshit. At least it was for me. But like once you hit 20, 21, 22, you you begin that 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 transformation 
and you and you realize it, but it's like you're not ready for it. So I think as a defense mechanism, you stay in that like foolish or 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 stupid mentality that you've always had. I feel um, like men, we we don't truly lose that. We still have that little boy in us always. I'm 28, almost 29. I turn 29 as well. I hope I'm stupid forever. I hope I do. Kind of fun, right? I hope I do something stupid or say something stupid multiple times per year. Not all the time, but I want my moments. Um, I'll say this: me in my early 20s, like I felt like the expectation, maybe because society tells you you're grown, da da da. You almost think you're supposed to know what you're doing, but you really don't. And it's this weird game of acting like you know what you're doing when you really don't. And I can probably say one of the more refreshing refreshing things about my late 20s, almost 30, it's okay to say, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like I don't like I don't lose right. any like pride or shame. Like I don't think I don't even think I even lose any respect. Like, hey y'all, um I'm not sure, but if anyone could help me, like appreciate it. If anything, I think that gains you respect, and I think that's part of maturing too, knowing that you don't know and then asking for help. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that. I feel like as young men, we want to we want to seem like we know everything. We want to feel that way. But as you get older, you're just like, you know what, bro? I don't know shit, and that's that's okay. I feel no shame. I feel that. I feel that. All right. So are we are we are we giving Gen Z a pass? For now. But now, are but but aren't they soft? Now I, I think they're soft. Now when I'm Is that a bad maybe, maybe that's a good thing. It could be. I mean, time will tell. Time will tell. Um, I don't necessarily believe the whole like kumbaya, let's hold hands fantasy either, but mm-hmm. you know. I think we could use some some love in the world. What was I gonna say before that? Um, Is there enough love in the world? There needs to be more love, man. There should be more love. That's nothing profound. McJenkins made a whole album about that. Shout out to McJenkins. Mike, do yeah, you man. feel like? Do you feel like? Whether it's just you or society, maybe I feel it. Do you feel like the world is a is a is 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 not as trusting as it used to be. Definitely not. No, I think we're exposed to too much, bro. Being that the internet is such a big deal, I think we're exposed to too much. We're not supposed to know all the things we know. We're not supposed to see all the things we see. We're kind of desensitized. Not kind of. No, we we are definitely. Are, are desensitized. we are we desensitized? Or are we aware? I think we're more desensitized than aware. Mm. It's a little bit of both, but more desensitized. I think more, I would lean more desensitized. Yeah. I think that there's so much happening right now. Every day that is, there's so much like you can get on your phone. You're going to see a hundred things in a day. There's so much happening right now that, and I, and I find this true in Gen Z too. They don't care about what's happened. And I don't think that they really care about what's going to happen because there's so much happening right now. 
if that makes sense. It does. I'm trying to maybe I haven't reached that level of conversation with a lot of them. So I like I don't know. I'm gonna take your word for it. That's just uh, that's also general. Um just from like a handful of conversations over the years with like students and things like that who come to open accounts. Obviously, like my nephews, my nieces, they're from the ages, most of them now from the ages of like 15 to like 22-ish. You know, so just based on those kind of conversations, like there's just so much happening, bro. You you get on your phone, you'll see Cat Williams, you'll see Killing it. You know, you'll see Palestine, you'll see this. There was an earthquake in Japan. There's there's this. There, that's what I'm saying. You forgot that was nine days ago. Barely made waves. It barely even made it. Yeah. There like there's just so much happening, bro. We see and consume so much it's like how do you how do you care do we care i feel like we're desensitized bro you know what michael we gonna take it there i'm just saying that was you asked me bro and, uh, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. Mike, you know what I, but, I asked in the pre-show? What you know? You know what I asked in the pre-show? Okay. All right. Do we care? There's a lot of shit that happens. That has happened. Do we care? And you're right. We are desensitized. So I'm going to ask the question. Do we care about what Diddy did? Okay, that's where you're going. Um, no. I don't think people care. I think we've moved on. We moved on to Cat Williams now. I mean, I think I don't know all the details. I know quote quote the Epstein list came out, it's coming out. People talking about I've that. Seen that. I, don't, I don't even think people care about that either. I think that's just the topic of the day. That's just yeah, that's just the topic of the day. Exactly. That's it, it, no, that's the no perfect really, way to put it. No one really cares. That is the literal perfect it's, way to put it's it. It's just the hot topic of the day. It's the topic of the day and or the topic of the week. And that happens like every day, every week, you know, and then, you know what? Next thing no you know, cares. we're on to the next. Like, no what's cares. What's popping now? It's crazy. I need, bro. To, I need to talk. I know I need to talk to my to, to the, the youngins more. See what's going on. And they had get in tune with them, man. I need to do they, a better job of that as well, because they're all. Always. No, I, I think this. I. I think all people know something someone doesn't know. There's everyone I talk to knows something I don't. For sure. And, okay, Gen Z, if you're listening, this is my one advice for y'all. Y'all need to learn to just speak up and articulate. Y'all just don't know how to just talk. Is that your message of the day? That's not my message of the day. I I might tie it in. Old people, y'all don't know how, how to ask other people's perspective. I don't know what my blind spot is. I think I'm sure I got one. I'm sure I have one. Fair. That's fair, bro. That is definitely fair. I don't have a piece of advice for the for, for these folks, man. For the old this, folks. Mike? No, how about this, Mike? What 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 do you think is gonna make your life better? How can What's we how, how better? can society make your life better? I'm here for the recession. I'm rooting for the recession. <laughs> I know it's a crazy, but hey, when you got nothing to lose, man, I mean, fuck it. Like, let's I'm go. I'm not gonna lie. 
when everybody said, oh, we, we don't have money for rent, we're going to stop paying, I was praying everybody would stop paying their rent. Oh, yeah, boycott rent, bro. Uh-huh. I, I was hoping that'd be the movement. Everyone got scared. Everyone got scared. <laughs> I know I did. I, I like, paid no. that rent on the first. I, 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 paid, I paid it on the 31st just in case. Everybody <laughs> got scared. Every, okay, everyone quit their job. Bet. We're going to boycott rent? Hell no. Like, nah, fam. You're on your own on that one. Um, no. It's like, we all do it together. They can't evict us all. I was hoping. What would make my life better? Uh... Man, that's a loaded question, bro. That's a loaded question. How can society get better for your benefit? Mm. That's a deep question, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just say mine. That's a deep question. Go ahead, say I'm yours. A, I'm going to just say mine. And, you know, maybe this is the podcast we're speaking. I like to think I have a lot of good advice, opinions. I think I have a lot of interesting perspective. No one asks me any any meaningful questions. I so get the won't... same redundant questions, whether it's old people, young people. I get the safe questions. But no one asks me anything that requires me thinking. The real questions, bro. What do you do for a job? What's your job? Do you like it? Where do you go to school? And then they start talking about themselves. You sent me uh something on IG too, like the the whole holiday conversation. Yeah, bro. The whole uh, oh yeah, how was your new year? Oh yeah, it was good. You know, I was just uh, oh yeah, how was your new year? Oh yeah, you know, okay, yeah, it was fun. It was cool. Yeah, like yeah, bro. Yeah, excruciating, hi. excruciating conversation, bro. Like. That is some of the worst small talk. I'm not even someone who hates small talk anymore. I've grown because I understand that small talk is necessary. It is how you get the snowball rolling. But it's like at some point we have to transition. Like it has to snowball. Like the snowball can't stay this small forever. And a lot of people stay here. They keep the snowball small. You know what? Okay. I think we're on the right track. Do you think, because yes, people are scared to get a little deeper. It's like, oh, I don't want to cross boundaries. It scares people. Are we scared of the snowball? Yeah, exactly. It scares people. I knew you were going to ask that. Yeah, it scares people, bro, for sure. No one wants to go there. Imagine you come to the bank, you open up an account, I'm over here asking you, like, oh, yeah, so. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like no, no, what, we, what is we, the meaning we, of life? Hold on. No, no. We can, no, it had to go that deep. But, like, let's go back to your example with the Republican guy at your job. What Do you have a fake name for him? What, what are we going to call him? Call him Danny. I already said his name. Danny. Okay, Danny. So here's the thing. People aren't scared to throw the snowball. They're just scared of when it gets thrown back. So Danny has no problem telling you he's Republican. He has no problem telling you his views. He's probably scared to ask you yours. Definitely. But that's crazy. Why would you bring up yours and not ask me mine? And another thing to me too, bro, is like, why are you just walking around talking about this? Like, I've never gone to a place and felt the need to be like, oh yeah, you know what? Sister like this, sister like that. I've never, like, that That doesn't cross my mind as a topic of conversation ever. I not mean... unless I personally know you. Yeah, I mean, I think that's maybe 
That's his identity, bro. That's who he uh, is. Yeah, that, that's what I'm gonna say. He 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 lacks identity. That's who he is. Being a wealthy Republican old white dude is all he knows. And then, you know, he threw me a little nugget, too. Like, he was like, yeah, growing up, I was playing football. Today. And I tried to talk about some football with him. Right back to the Republican. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and also, I don't mind talking to older people. I don't mind older people who give me game. I love it. Like, if you're like, hey, look, you know, like, again, we're going to stick on Danny. Hey, yo, Mike, you know, I'm Republican, da-da-da-da. You know, I don't care about your politics, but just know I learned this da 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 X Y tax advice or X Y career advice. You would appreciate that. I would take that. No game, just my identity. Give me something of value. I think that's what I look for in conversations. People don't give you any. A lot of people don't give you anything of value or substance. They just talk about a bunch. Of nothing like okay cool like you're sitting here telling me about your kids but i don't want to talk about your kids for 30 minutes why don't you tell me like i don't know like how you were raised and then this is why you want to raise your kids this way and if i have kids one day then maybe blah 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 blah. you know what i'm saying like like you have to be able to bring it to, to like a full circle to relate to me and actually like talk to me about something. We're just sitting here showing me pictures of your kids. Oh, this is my daughter. Oh, that's my son. Oh yeah. We went out to Utah and we did that. That doesn't do anything for me. Okay. And again, there's nothing wrong talking about your kids, but again, okay. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Okay, that's not the gist. Okay. Okay. Actually, no, this, this is it. And it's, it's, it's funny. It took us this long to get this. You know, I, I was in sales. I've done reading. And it's not even it's not even something you really have to read. When you talk to people, you're supposed to talk about the other person. Right. That's the art of conversation. So even if it's like so and so Kathy brings up her kids, she can always segue, you know, hey Mike, like I said, um, would you ever want to have kids? Or, you know, Mike, I'm thinking about putting my kids in this class, or I'm thinking about not letting my kids play football. I know you used to play football. Do you have any ideas or thoughts? Right. Now, here's the funny part. Now, I'm getting something of value, but I'm making you feel heard, included. And now we've built an idea together so we can relate. Right. And that is the foundation of a relationship. Now you're included in the conversation about my kids. Now you can say, well, you know what? Maybe don't start them in football, but have you ever put them in track? Oh, I, I know. I never thought about that. Right. And now then, you don't feel bad about talking about, or you, you for you be baseball. Oh, like, I remember when I played baseball, da-da-da-da. If you have your kids play baseball, don't forget da-da-da-da. Exactly. Exactly. Give me Give me something to work with. For lack of like to to sum it up, I feel like a lot of people don't do that. Conversation is it's like what's in it for me. That's how a I lot think, of people approach it. I think, and maybe maybe I'm guilty of no, maybe yeah, I'm guilty of this at least in the group chat. We just throw out statements. People don't ask questions. That's facts. You see, I've started to ask questions though. 
the other day I threw out like 10 questions <laughs> just because. Um, but yeah, that's you just got to get the conversation started, man. And I spend a lot of time bored at work now at my new branch, so I have more time. But yeah, you know, um, that's the art of conversation, bro. I'm not the most, I, most of my childhood. Nobody bro, has to be perfect. Nobody has to be perfect. Most of my childhood, bro, I grew up in a room by myself playing video games or doing whatever I want to do. So I had to learn a lot of these things. I feel like that's proof that you can learn these things. You just have to be open. People don't want to develop these social skills, bro. They're just stuck in their ways. This is how they've always talked to people. This is what gets them by. So this is what they want to do. But you got to learn how to do that because that's how you build relationships. And we're social creatures and we crave relationships whether we want to, you know, uh, ignore it or not or accept it or not. I mean, I'm someone I'll ignore that, but I, I do understand that we're social creatures. And in order to be social, you have to learn how to socialize. And these motherfuckers don't be doing that. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, Ask the I real think, questions. That's my me- That's my message of the day. Ask the real questions. Ask the real questions, bro. Okay, I'm. Th- I think one because mine was leaning towards ask better questions. Like I don't know. Like just back to just like the work scenario when people ask you like boring gene- generic questions. Like it's painful, bro. May- okay, I will say this. This is one thing I do really love about the podcast. And like you know, there's. It- We've never crossed the line where we've ever asked something each other something like way out of pocket. We've never done that. But for the most part, we can ask random, crazy, idiotic questions and at least entertain the idea. Maybe that's what some people are losing. I can't speak for Gen Z, but when I speak to like my older relatives or older people, they don't entertain ideas. Hmm. It's like everything's black and white with them. Where's the middle? Yeah, exactly. That's how Twitter is. That's Twitter culture. (laughs) Damn. They live in a real life Twitter culture. Unless Facebook, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Facebook's like that too. Shit. Maybe our discourse needs to be less via text and more in person. Because okay, because like, like you said, we all do crave uh socialization, community, relationships. Like we're all social creatures. Right. We just don't like doing we just don't like being social in front of each other. We don't like being so like social in a social way. We like to be social in I'm gonna put a post up and that's it. That's that's my social for the day. Yeah. You said something. I don't know when it was, but I remember you said you wanted to put your phone down. Like you talk to your homies every day, but like you don't see them. So like you want to like interact more in person with, with the homies. I'm paraphrasing, but that was like the gist of it. Uh well I did I did say this at least on the Kiana IG live shout out to Kiana great guest 
Uh, check out the Instagram, the recap videos there. My New Year resolution, it wasn't like a re resolution. I had a theme. My, my theme for the year is more community because I am the person, like, I've always been, like, I, I have friends, but I can't be a loner. I could be, I can't be the lone wolf. And, you know, late, like, you know, mid-20s, I thought, okay, I got to do things on my own. I got to get it on my own. Fuck that. I need help. I need I need more friendships. I need more community. I need more relationships. I need better relationships. I need all of that. So that's and, my theme for the year is community. And and the, the crazy thing about that is almost getting to that time. So kind of going into my final thought here. But um in college, I heard the term so much network. Network. Network, I have a love hate with that. I have a love network. hate with that word. I have a love hate with that word. I used to hear that young me. This is young stupid me. I was like, bro, fuck y'all. Like, I don't want to meet meet up with my college uh, uh not roommates, but uh classmates or whatever. And I don't want to build friendships with y'all. I don't want to have to to do projects with y'all. I don't want to have to do this. Hold, hold, on, hold on, Mike. Let me cook on this. Let me cook on this. There's nothing th There's nothing wrong with networking. There's just everything's wrong about how we've been taught how to network. It's forced. Yeah, I don't want to be forced exactly. to network. I want it to just happen naturally. Like I run into a, or like I sit next to a classmate and we're sitting next to each other in class and all of a sudden, you know, we start having conversation. Next thing you know, we, we're friends. That's what it is. When but they'll, they'll say, pair us together. When when people say networking, that's transactional. Right. Go socialize. Mike, when you're in college, don't forget to socialize. When people say, Mike, go to college and network, they mean go make friends with powerful people who you think can help you later. Exactly. And to that one, it's forced. Two, you end up talking to people you have no, you can't relate to, no relationship with. And it does everybody a disservice. I'll say this. The the people I do, I the people like, again, I got different homies. The people I trust to do business with are people I've gotten drunk with. Facts. I don't care. Like, just because I met you once, you work for Wells Fargo's senior division, I'm not going to force a friendship just because, oh, hopefully he gives me a job later. Pussy nigga shit. I think of the scenario, bro, like in TV shows, when like the, the married couples will meet up or whatever, or they'll go on a date or they'll come over to the house or whatever. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, or like the two homegirls, they'll get together and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, these are our husbands. Here you go. Like, you guys like sports. Go in the room and go talk to each other. I've seen that on TV. I know what I'm talking about. Like, it kind of reminds me and of And it's that. just like, awkward. It's just weird, yeah, because now you're, like, pairing me with someone, and you're like, okay, yeah, you two get along. And it's like, okay. Like, there's pressure. It's like, oh, I, like, I got to talk to this guy. Like, this is this is my girl's friend's dude, and, like, I'm going to see him in the future. So it's like, I got to I gotta be friends with him. But it's like, what if, what if we just don't be friends? Like, what, I, if we, I, what if we don't get along? Well, I mean, that could always be tricky, because especially with men, it's like, okay, like, how – inappropriate are we going to be because we might we don't want to ruin each other's or our own relationship if, if that's like the whole scenario like you with your for your, sure your, your your girl's home your girl's friend's husband 
you won't be like, hey man, so uh, where the hoes at? Like, I mean, right, right, you know. So that, that's, that's always like the, that, that's the scenario that, that comes in my head. No, no, I get that. It's always tricky. I think schools will get a better scenario where they like, oh, don't forget to network and like they have like those events and those mixers and like uh... they're just force and it's like you can't keep it real because if look, if you was networking with no okay, not network, you were socializing with some random dudes at the bar, where the hoes at? That's the first question. that's the first and the last question. That's facts. That's facts. And then when they get like, I don't know, but I see them, I let you know, like, okay, you my dude. Now we can talk about other shit. It's the icebreaker. But if you're like, oh, hey, uh, did you hear about Apple's third quarter performance? What you think? Bro? Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we need an Apple sponsor. We talk about them on every episode. I, I think maybe that's what we talk about drinking too. We need, yeah. a, we, need a, we need a Modelo or Corona sponsor. We need an Apple sponsor. What else am I missing, Hassan? We need all that. We need a lot. We need a lot. So I know that's just that's, even though that's Apple just, banned us. I know I never got that resolved. Assholes. Still late though. I don't know. It's it's like everything's email and file report. When whenever a website says file report, they're not helping you. It's too much work. I gotta file paperwork. You're getting no help. Um. We could keep going, but we're going in circles. But I think we've connected some circles. We definitely have. Always do. Always do. Mike, do you have any, not a message, not message of the day, not just yet, just any final thoughts? Final thoughts. I just want to say this, listeners. If you don't hear anything else that I say on this episode, I do want you to hear this part. Just know that there's someone out there who wants to know what you're thinking. Mm. You may not, you may not believe it. You may not have the confidence, mm. but there's someone out there who wants to know what you're thinking. Don't shy away from it. Don't give them the, 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 the little short political answer. Give them that real, show them who you are, show them, your experiences and hopefully they can take that and they can apply it to their life and do something impactful. So if you don't listen to anything else, listen to that. I like that. Uh, not my message today, but just a final thought, just in, in terms of like criticism, hate, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Some, some, some shit's just trash in this world. That's just a fact. But I think if you or if you're somebody who wants what's best for other people, that's fair criticism. If your whole intention is like, ah, I just I just want to put this person down, that's hate. Um I saw a whole video, it was like Joe Budden said something mean about Drake's album and Drake got butthurt and it was like some people said like Drake, it's just a fair criticism. But he Drake didn't see it that way. He thought it was beef. So I, I think that's just like Drake. a I think that's a product of just our generation. Like, and no, it's going to lead to my message of the day. Whenever you hear any type of criticism, opinion, just ask why. And you can find out is this someone who means me well or is this just hate? Facts. 
Why, why, why didn't you like my album? Okay, you, I, my bars could have been better. You didn't like my podcast because our production quality was low and the sound was was BS. Okay, cool. If you just say I don't like it because you some bitch ass niggas, that's hate. That's hate. Right. Give me something to work with. Something I can build on. Um, and that that's why it's to... called constructive criticism. You gotta construct. You gotta construct. Give me something to work with. If you just over here just throwing dirt on my shit. Like I'm trying to build and you just throwing rocks and throwing dirt on it. And you just That's a good analogy. I like that. I like that. You know, like you 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 hating, bro. You hating. Help me build this. Real quick, we didn't we didn't really get there because I know we we're trying to wrap it up. Mike, I think I, I realized I got haters. You got haters or something? They're not consistent they hate? haters. They're not consistent haters. I realize I have hate in a very specific place. What's that? Niggas hate me in the club. In the club. Niggas hate me. Because you be two-stepping, bro. Shirt open, ball head shining. Bro, it's bro, it's cold. I'm not even doing chest out yet. And, oh, they, and they I, hate and, on you now. And I've been slacking on my fitness, so it's like, you know, it's not like Kasana 24. But not like the like, you can ask the homies. Shout out to the homies. They with me. I was I was they, they ain't hiding shit. Shout out to the homie Rich. Shout out to the homie Shane. Oh, one homie brings out his girl. It's all good. But every time we go out, the last about month or two, we've almost gotten to a fight every other night. And it's not no like overt hate, but it's like we've been in a meme mug. We've had niggas like like give us a little bump. Like niggas try to like in a, like we talking to somebody or a shorty jump in mid conversation like all oh, oh, I've seen all types of crazy stuff the last couple of weeks mm. now there's a part of me that thinks like cause I'm be real it's not like I really begin to play like that so it's like you really hating on the wrong dude and then there's another part of me that's like I know I'm that nigga but you can you, you know we don't gotta you know you don't got to hate on me to get yours. You can just go get yours. Facts, bro. Facts. Now, the only thing I think, and again, I'm not going to act like I'm Mr. Ladies Man on the pod. I'm not going to flex for y'all. I think are. what I think what gets people mad at me is I really be enjoying my own vibe. And people notice. The girls notice. that. Oh, man, he's he's got his own little vibe going. He's doing him. And then the niggas just see that and hate. But it's not like I'd be up on every shorty looking my way. So that's where it's like, you hated on the wrong nigga. But I know why you hated. Because mm. they can't create a vibe. They're just thirsty. See, why do, why, do, why do fellas have to hate on each other? Like, why? What is it about seeing the another man winning? No, no. You can compete without hating, bro. That's facts. That's facts. I am. I am as competitive as they come, but you can compete without hating, bro. You don't just. You don't have to see me on top. You could. Okay, so I'm in the club. I, I know you've Hassan. been hated. I know you've been hated on. I have. I see Hassan <laughs> shining. I see Hassan two stepping. I see Hassan vibing, looking like the man. 
I do what I do. The first thing I'm going to do if I'm dude in the club, I'm going to look in the mirror. Hmm. And I'm going to be like, all right, how do I get on a level like that? I'm not going to try to bring you down to my level. I'm going to see how do I get up to your level? How did you get here? What do I have to do to get here? And now we're competing. Now we're going to see who's going to get the most honeys in here. That should be the mindset. Not, oh, this dude is a, man, fuck this dude. This dude's out here. And, and oh, look, oh, look, the bad bitch is looking at him. And Man, you look lame, bro. Look, uh, this this is not pod talk. And I know you've heard some of it from me and Rich. But I need me, I need Rich and Shane. In the last couple months, it's just been crazy. Like, not crazy getting girls, just crazy the amount of hate. May have to discuss that with the fellas one day. Crazy level hate. All right. Let's wrap this up. Let's 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 get out of here. My message. Of the day, listeners, I just want to say thank you for tuning in to the Mike and Hassan show. It's always a pleasure hanging out with y'all, entertaining y'all, trying to just thank you for listening to us work through these ideas. We appreciate you. My message of the day. I'm going to just say, I, I hope I'm not taking anything from yours, Mike, but just be better conversationalist. Be someone who asks people better questions. Be someone who, when you when you get a question, elaborate more. Don't be afraid to take on, on a tangent, but then check in with the person. Don't be afraid to ask other people's perspective ideas. It's not all about you. Be better conversationalist. Mm, it's not all about you. It's not all about you. Because a lot of people go into it thinking like, what's in it for me? I forget what my message of the day was. It was something it was, along those lines, though. Yeah, you said something about asking like, better ask questions. Like, ask better questions. Or ask the real questions. Ask Ooh, the, the real questions. Yeah, that's that's a thing. You know, um, <laughs> that video you sent me, I, I wish I could show all the listeners that one video. But basically, this video Hassan sent me was basically like workplace conversation during the holidays. And it's just like, oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, what, how was your Christmas? Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I was hanging out it, with my it, family. But how it, about it, you? Yeah. This was like, okay, insert generic question to not raise alarms. Uh, right. Respond with, with follow up question that doesn't mean anything. Respond doesn't with another generic. Like, it was just saying, like, guys literally saying generic question, and then, like, I don't know, it was, it was a lot. Did you see my comment in that, by the way? I didn't, no, I didn't, I didn't pull up the comments. Oh, okay, I was in there somewhere. I always think it's funny when people see my comments on Instagram. I'm funny on these IG comments, y'all. I'm gonna have but... to start checking them. No, you it's, got it's your weird. IG sometimes game it, up. Sometimes it shows up, sometimes, well, I deleted Twitter, so I had to find an outlet. It was like, get back on you know, Twitter, again, bro. It was like, the, the whole person As, as I bash was, Twitter. The, the whole premise of the video was just like people at work asking you questions about your holidays, but they're not really being interested or invested. And this was my comment. I'm like, it was just like a little joke. It's like, I'm a 20 year. This was after New Year's too, by the way. It's like, I'm a 28 year old single man. If you ask me about my weekend, the real answer is hoes. I was, I was looking for the hoes. Can't say that in the workplace though. Can't say it. So don't ask me, Carol. Exactly. Carol, 
Unless you about to dab me up like, hey man, how's the hose? Like, don't ask me about my weekend. Right. Right. Cause then if you say that, then you're wrong. Cause this this is the this is the safe generic question answer to say, oh yeah, yeah it was a good weekend. Just just went to a bar with some friends. That means I was looking for the hose. <laughs> That's facts though, man. That's facts though. Ask there's something I struggle with too, is you said uh you said in yours to 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 give people more, elaborate a little more. I have that shield up at first, bro. I really it's do. It's a skill. It's a skill. And uh, it takes some time to knock that shield down. But once you knock that shield down, you see the goofy nigga that you see on this podcast all the time. I think maybe something I got to remind myself of this, too. I know we said we're done. We're not done. Um, everybody's human. So yeah. whatever yeah. life experience you're going through that you might be afraid of or ashamed of or don't really want to say, they've been through it most times. That's facts. That's facts. That old Republican white man who comes to your job, Mike, at one point he was 20, looking for the hose. Probably in World War II or something, but but yeah. You know. <laughs> Is that it? We done? We out? On that, on that note, we'll sit here all night. We'll sit here all night. So people, looking for the hose. As always, people. Where they at? <laughs> this man right here. Oh man, we appreciate y'all as always. Y'all hang with us. Um, if you made it through all 50 plus of these episodes, I appreciate every single one of you. We got more coming for you. Stay tuned. We've got Instagram lives coming up. We've got uh we've got new episodes dropping, we've got new guests coming, we've got the whole thing coming. It's brand new MH 2024. I yes, hope y'all are ready. This is the second episode of the new year. Hey more on the way thank you everybody we are out of here leaving the virtual building yes sir Bitch.